The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All right, all right, all right, fellas. We back. What's going on? It's Jimmy T, Joey Sway, <laughs> and Bobby. Bobby the Man Manning. What's up, everybody? Celtics drop a tough one tonight, but a, a damn good game. Jimmy uh, T is the only one that worked right there. Just so I, I know. I was I was winging it, and it didn't work. We're just going to move on. We're, I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board and think of something out better for you guys. <laughs> Jimmy T, that should be a thing, though. I like it. Uh, Jimmy Westfall. But anyways, 103-101 Celtics lose to the Philadelphia 76ers. The, the Philadelphia Joel Embiid's, I should call them tonight, because mm. that dude was – He might have clinched MVP tonight. Yeah, if that's what he was playing for, looked like. Damn it! If you were still up in the air on on that one, I I don't know how you can walk away not thinking that this dude is extremely, extremely valuable to the 76ers' success. I think it would have been 130 to to 60 if Embiid was replaced with somebody else on that roster. But um, final campaign stop, I guess. All right, Embiid. He did everything he could tonight. He was scoring from, I mean, he was just like over and over, peppering that free throw line area, those those 15-footers. Um, the Celtics couldn't stop him, whether it was Grant, Horford, you name it. There was no answer for Embiid tonight. And, you know, that's been the case in many games this year. And it's not it's not just a Celtics issue. Embiid is a guy that, uh, in, in many people's eyes, is the MVP. And he's honestly going to make a second round series extremely interesting assuming both teams get there is James Harden washed I don't know we'll have to talk about that at another point but looking good if he isn't that's going to be a fun series if he is I just don't know if Embiid can do something can do something like this over seven game series go for over 50 points and just kind of put the team on his back I mean that that that's not something that's and that's why the NBA playoffs the best teams almost always end up uh, advancing because it's not just a one. It's not like NFL where you can have a guy just go dummy mode and, and single-handedly, you know, a team can, can sort of upset you there. But anyway, it's not like the NCAA tournament is what I really should compare it to. So um, anyways, we'll get into it. Joe Sway, um, you know, right off the top, um, you know, we already talked about Embiid, uh, Embiid, but I imagine that's where you're going with this too. But yeah. just your thoughts on this game tonight. Definitely. I mean, Embiid is certainly the story of the night. I mean, that's, that goes without being said, but those final couple of minutes I thought was a, a, a teaching moment for the Celtics because, I mean, that's how fast it can happen, right? I mean, P.J. Tucker, those back-to-back three-pointers, and then on the third one, you're not going to put a hand in his face? I mean, like, that's going to – you're going to pay for that. I mean, regardless of who's shooting it, the guy makes two back-to-back three-pointers, and Jason Tatum gave him, like, a double take. It was just like, nah, that's not going to cut it, man. He made you pay for that. That was tough. I saw you Nine tweet about that. Nine points in two minutes from P.J. Tucker. I mean, that was it. Like, like, yeah, of course, Embiid was the story of the night. However, the Philly, sure. Philly 76ers needed just one guy to come up big in those final minutes. And it was him. It was P.J. Tucker. Yeah. And it was Embiid who found, who right. found him. So he was still making right. his effect in the game. But you're right, Josue. I mean, it wasn't one shot. It wasn't two shots. Three Open shots in the corner. They were they were over committing on Embiid and, and you know probably shading them towards Harden right. and such. But the role player the role player in Tucker comes through. He's been doing it for a long long time in this league. He's a tough tough guy and to get the big shot in the big moment. Now we can talk about that. We can talk if you want, Bobby, about the final play of the game. I know you you were you were very quick to to text us about that final shot. Yeah, uh, what do you have to say about it? didn't have a chance. You got to give yourself a chance in that situation. And the double came. 
throw toward the corner, never a good idea. They tell you that forever, going back to our young days playing basketball, and it ends up with a leaner. Yeah, but you knew that was going to go to Tatum, man. Two seconds left. Well, put him, in a, put him in a better you know position. What, Joseph, I don't care. That go yeah, to that's a good point. Even if it was going to go to Tatum, if Tatum opened up his eyes and didn't have his didn't have the blinders on for the shot, he could have just given it right back to Derek White, who was wide mm. open after yeah. the inbounds. And Bede was covering the inbounds. Yeah, and he gave it to he gave Expect it to uh, Tatum. And, and exactly, and Bede ran after Tatum, and Derek White standing there wide. No, it's not open. great. I didn't love the overturn on the foul before Derek White on Smart's intentional miss there. Great play. That's why you have Smart in the crunch time. I don't want to hear people complain about that tonight. You need him when you're down and when you're trying to rally in a game like this. And he did a lot of good things down the stretch. Set up Grant with a driving kick. Grant, the technical was terrible. Uh, you're going to get on him for that along with a lot of other uh, game miscues this year. But made up for it with the three. Made up with it for... Um, with the offensive foul drawn on Embiid. So at least he bounced back from that. Signs of life from Grant in this one. Good corner shooting, aggressive. Um, you know, again, smart big plays down the stretch. Horford a big three. You don't come away from this game devastated. You come away from this game regretful at all the other losses that lost the three seed, uh, the one seed. And Bucks win tonight, Celtics lose. Three-game deficit with three games to go. You have the tiebreaker, so you're still technically alive. But tonight, you essentially lost the one seed. Sixers still two back with three to play. They have an uphill battle, but they're still alive as well. It's tough that you needed to rest this one while also needing to win it to stay alive in that race that you already effectively lost with that Washington loss last week. So you're still keeping your eyes on the one. Well, it sounds no. like you're not anymore. What about the what about the two seed, Bobby? I mean, that's still. So up let's see. I, you got Toronto twice uh, and Atlanta, of course. Toronto and Atlanta. 76ers, right 76ers have Miami on Thursday, who obviously need a win. The Hawks on Friday, so they have a back to back left uh, that I'd imagine Embiid will sit. And Sunday against the Nets, so. It'd take a catastrophic collapse by the Celtics and a massive 3 0 run 10 the year by Philly to clinch that. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, neither am I. But it's, you know, yeah. Like, like Bobby it's, said, it's though. possible now. You would have clinched two tonight with a win. Right. With without with 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 the loss, this is yeah, the, the number one is out the out, out the picture and, now. And again, everyone's saying who cares about the one seed? You wouldn't have been saying that if you were the one seed. I, I'm so sick of it all who cares. And, it, you know, the Celtics did it, too, after that Washington loss. You, who, you know, who cares where you finish? We won on the road last year. Seeding's important. Those odds say the higher you are, the higher of a chance you have of getting to the finals and winning a championship. You look at the path you have now. Well, that's because technically, that, that Bobby, that has more to do with the fact that you're most likely the, a good team. Yeah, of course. And plenty well, of two seeds, so get it done. <laughs> I'm not saying they're what done the because best, they're right? the two seed. Yeah, <laughs> but it's more about the path, Jimmy. This is what I keep saying. You have to play Philly now, round two. That, that's what it's all about. Yeah, going up against yeah, Philly, that's going to be. You've a, been talking about that for a, a while. Bobby. That's true. Yeah, I mean, even if you do you advance, might go seven ga- six, seven against games. Philly. Let's let's say even if it goes six, it's going to be a hard fought six games. You're going to get a guy like Embiid who's going to be playing, you know, balls to the walls. He's a very physical guy. They get under your skin a little bit. So, yeah, that's a type of series that can just really drain you. If Milwaukee just takes care of Cleveland, 
And by the way, that's that's not much. Well, neither team has to really travel. Well, that's not really right. an issue, I guess. But you know, but that that that's a series that you would expect Milwaukee. Milwaukee might get Chicago round one out of this pack now if they're the one seed, and that's what a ninety-minute drive from them. So. A lot of advantages right. there for the Bucks. Uh, round one, a manageable round one. Not mm-hmm. to say that round two is easy for them. You know, the Cavs and Knicks are great teams, but I think they'd rather play them than Philly. And then you get game seven in East Finals against Boston, which is important. I, as much as they say we won game seven against Miami, which is true, an injured Miami team, but a tough one at that. You won you won game let's, six let's, against the Bucks last year. That's true. But you won game seven against the Bucks at home with a big Grant Williams performance. You have to acknowledge that too. Sure. Let's get back before we start looking at it, let's get back into the game a little bit. Cause it was it was a good game. Good effort. A lot went on. Good um, effort. I was just yeah, I was just browsing some some comments. Here's one. Um, can someone explain to me what happened with the last challenge? So I think is he talking about yeah. the Derek White foul that was not a foul? So you know, the NBA basically passed a rule recently that, you know, obviously like guys like Curry and those guys were kicking their feet out and trying to draw contact and to get like a foul call. And so that's kind of what Derek White did there. He hit the shot, but there was no contact. I was, I thought maybe they were going to get him with an offensive foul because I thought that's what happened. Right. You think it's one or the other because there was contact for sure. Right. 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 So I thought they were going to take the points off the board, but they counted the basket and they just said that there was just no foul at all. Um, so I thought this list kind of got away with one a little bit there, but basically, you know, a, a, a guy on offense can't, can't foul hunt, right. He can't stick his legs out and try to draw contact like that. So that's why um, that was overruled. Now, the fact that Embiid fouled Grant, that was something else. And that was a foul. And that gave us a list that chance there. And we talked about the, the, the Tatum last play. Um, so that was, kind of how it shook out there. Um, Grant had an up and down game. Um, certainly that's kind of been his season. He gets the start in this I one too, this. which surprised me a little bit. Yeah. I, I tweeted this. I just thought like the, listen, did he get, could, did he have a case for getting fouled by Embiid when it went, when he didn't get called for? Um, yes. But should he be bitching about it down the other end of the court on the ensuing play drawing and, and earning a technical foul at that stage of the game or any stage of the game? No. Absolutely not. But we keep having the same conversation. And at some point, and you can even argue tonight it did, it's going to end up being the difference between, you know, potential win and not because it came down. Tonight to it almost did. A couple points. You get an and one that cuts the game. To, I mean, what's it going to take for you this get guy an to and get one it? that cuts the game down to two with, what, two seconds left? Uh, and White about to go to the free throw line to shoot one. If Grant doesn't get teed up, it's a one-point game with him going to the line to shoot one. Now, of course, they would have lost that free throw anyway with the challenge, uh, but it's indicative of the stakes there. Losing a point, a six-point game. Warford goes down. I think he hit the three right away. Yeah, you got another three after that. So the math got all thrown off by that Grant technical that made it a seven-point game instead of a six-point game. Horford hits a three. Grant hits a three. Of course, Embiid goes right by Grant for a dunk on the play in between. Uh, but it would have been a much more manageable deficit if it wasn't for Grant's technical there. Now, again, the 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 discrepancy drives me crazy. Smart drives a couple plays later, and you hear F-bombs flying around from the Philly players out on the foul call, and nothing happens. 
So I don't know. I, we know, I think, that the Celtics are probably under a little more scrutiny from their past of complaining. But I thought it's ridiculous to call a, a technical foul in that spot in crunch time on Grant. So, of course, yes, Grant, hold them accountable for getting teed up in that spot. It can't happen. But at the same time, like, what are you doing as the refs in that spot calling that on him? You just – you look across the league, the, the imbalance on well, those is so ridiculous. I mean, the refs have been, unfortunately, have been a, a topic all year long. I mean, they've been atrocious. So this is just another example of that, I guess. But I'm not letting Grant off the hook for that because he should know better. You know, and like this is what the refs have been calling. It's not a surprise that they call something like this. You might disagree with them calling it in the moment, but they've been pretty consistent with not taking any bullshit this year from guys, yeah. uh, whether you like it or not. So he, he needs to understand that and adjust his game. He can't call it, whoa. <laughs> uh, Bobby just flipped on me there. He can't. Uh, I was backwards for some that, reason. That technical. You <laughs> were. Joe Sway is too, is what, what I'm hearing. But, no, we'll change you know, that, man. Like, Flip it around. What's going on? Yeah. It's not me. Hey, Jimmy, I, what I are you doing in the studio it. today, man? What'd you do? <laughs> you, you, you freaking mixing up crossing wires and whatnot? No, John. I almost, yeah. I so, almost certainly expected a John appearance tonight after a game like that. Well, after an L, yeah, you would think that. But no, I mean, look. The, the thing with Grant, though, and especially if he's going to be in the game in these type of situations, he's got to stay in the game. Like, it's almost like a play-by-play thing mentally with Grant, whereas the second he doesn't agree with a call, everything stops, and it's all about the call. It's all about voicing his opinion. He's got to get over that. Get over yourself, Grant, especially if you're playing in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter, like, regardless of who you're playing against. Like, that's – man, <laughs> three weeks ago, you you were we were wondering if you are going to be playing at all during those DMPs, right? Like, don't you remember that? Like, you know, like he's got to be smarter. And if you're going to earn your, if you're going to earn that, that kind of opportunity, that's the kind of level of focus you need to be at where you're not just so easy to, to, to check out of the game, just to argue a play, or you can't get over a play because you haven't voiced your opinion about it. He's got to get over that, especially if he's going to play at the end of the fourth quarter. And especially if we're talking about in the postseason. like Grant's got to get, he's got to get these stupid habits out of his system. I want to go back. Apparently, I'm just, I'm just looking at the chat. Apparently, I explained the um, Derek White foul wrong. Does somebody want to explain it, Bobby or Joe? I don't have a better explanation than yeah, that. Yeah, I thought you did good. What do you mean? Yeah, I thought I thought I didn't say that he got hit down below, but the fact that he stuck his legs out negated the uh, the foul call. Once you do that, I think. Well, that's the that's the only valid explanation as to why they would overturn that, right? I mean, yeah. Right. That's right. all I could think of. I mean, I, I was watching the same broadcast you guys were well, showing. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't expect didn't, that to get over The referee didn't say that per se. Maybe that's why they think that. But, I mean, that's the only logical explanation. So, yeah. Yeah. Tim, our producer says unnatural shooting motion, watching for the leg yeah. kick. By so, the way, you want to – If he had just shot it regularly and got hit in the shoulder, yeah, they would have caught right. the foul. But he, he you know, he kind of switched it up a little bit, and that's but, why it was. By it the was. way, fair, fair, John would have gone here, and I want to bring it up. For all the flack we're going to give Grant, deservedly so. What do you think Tatum shot in the fourth quarter tonight? In the fourth? Let's pull up Tatum. Here. No, man, you're not supposed to look. Oh. You're supposed to guess. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you guess. tell us? You're supposed to no, guess. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pulling that. Twenty-eight percent. Zero for two. One for whatever. Zero for two. He didn't make a field goal in the fourth quarter. Nope. Wow. And then this, one of the two he shot. Yeah, was the last you're one right. Game that was really a one shot outside. He of He took last only one shot outside of that last shot. Yeah. And and you know what? You know what? And and 
we'll get into Tatum now. It wasn't just. I a regret fourth quarter guessing issue. now. I wish I looked better. It wasn't just a fourth quarter issue with Tatum. I mean, can you remember one thing really that Tatum did all game? No, mm-hmm. slow start. I thought the team followed this lead through that slow yeah, start. Yeah, he still earned the opportunity to take that last shot. It's interesting, right? Oh yeah, a night sure. with no Brown, but yeah, but why is that always the case though? Derek White was flirting with a thirty-point night. He was flirting with a career high. And so yeah, you would. They're they're going to give it to their star anyways, but. Again, I'll go back to it. Derek White was wide open off the. You had two seconds, so if you want to go. Well, right. I mean, given the circumstance, like that's why I'm saying that. I'm not saying draw up a play for Derek White, but like that should have been a a, an option that was, you know what I mean? Like, hey, Tatum, if you don't have a good look, give it back. You know. So, so, so this is the this is the knock. One of the you know this is probably my biggest knock on Tatum is that there are these games where it feels like he just isn't there mentally for whatever reason from the start. And the team follows and his lead. Sure, and, he, and he's and he's said that before, and it's true, especially on a night where there's no Jalen Brown. So in that situation, I mean, what's the excuse? You're, you're, you're playing against a rival, another contender, uh, against a guy who's who took the MVP from you because at one point you were in the conversation for it as well. He had every reason to show up tonight on the big stage uh, against a team that you might see later and set the, you know, Set, set the tone a little bit, right? And it just felt like they didn't get anything going from him whatsoever. Thank God that, you know, Derek White came alive later in that game. Uh, he seemed to be the guy that um, was really getting it going. But this is the thing I have with Tatum. It's like it, you got to show up. If you want to be first team and you want to be MVP and you want to be this, that, there are no days off. There are no games off, okay? I know everyone has a bad game once in a while, but I feel like, these ones, I mean, this wasn't a game where he was like doing a bunch of other things because his shot was off. It just didn't seem like he was engaged enough out there. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought the whole team came out a little slow. Three of 12 from three. Uh, they're launching a bunch of jump shots, didn't have great access to the paint. Tatum got downhill a little bit there in that opening quarter. Uh, but you go on to the second quarter, he shoots two for four there, you know, just a mid range jump mm-hmm. shot. Third quarter, he's two for six. Missed a couple shots inside. And then, of course, we mentioned the fourth quarter. Uh, so not engaged enough effort from Tatum. That first quarter, three for eight, set a bad tone. They get behind. They're chasing a little bit for most of the game. I thought defensively he wasn't great. The team as a whole didn't play amazing defense schematically on Embiid in this one. Yeah. Where is, where is Tatum's defense tonight? We I don't know. And I found end. it weird. That, I want to ask you guys, did it feel like Horford covered Embiid a ton in this one? I, I thought I saw Grant on him over and over and over again. I feel like he was more of a help defense. I mean, Horford yeah, was I mean, on him. There were sure. times where, yeah, there was instances where he, where he was on him, but it wasn't like a one-on-one thing. You know what I mean? I feel like he would uh, almost shadow him. Uh, there was a couple of shots where he, he was off the mark because he had Al on his face, but it wasn't like the same type of, you know, like we see in the past where it's like Al has him every single possession. The, the problem with Grant tonight is that Embiid had him with the dribble. And guys weren't in position to help. Uh, and, and this happened with Cornette in there, too, where... What a Tatum, what a Tatum, Tatum criticism in the chat. Yeah, people I, I thought this was a bad, bad Tatum game. I, I mean, if you're going to try to stack up with the MVPs in the league, you can't finish 0 for 2 in a game like this against him, especially when Brown's sitting, you don't have his assistance, so you need to step your play up even more. There was even more of an onus on Tatum to have a huge game here and keep the Celtics in it. Instead, it was I mean, it was it was guys like Smart, it was guys like White with an enormous second half, 
White was fantastic mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, other guys up and down the lineup stepped up in this one to help them out. And, you know, say what you want, right, Irish monk. About, say, say what you want about Mascala <laughs> and Cornette and Blake in this one. They, they, they do what they can against an Embiid scoring 50 points. Uh, I don't know how much you can ask out of those guys. Uh, you know, Horford hit a trio with threes. So you're looking at Tatum out of this one. Six assists, two turnovers, not bad there, but 19 points, just not enough. He couldn't get a shot off against this team. He couldn't find. I mean, borderline, board, borderline embarrassing. I'll say when you have a guy on the other end going for what 52 to Embiid end up with. Yep. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not saying you know the guys aren't. You know, it's not like they're matched up against each other on the corner all the time. But that should want you. That should force. Super, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. The so. They when played like a team that on didn't, the other end. They played like a team that didn't need this one. Right. We saw what they're capable of against the Bucks last week, and it's a similar kind of opponent who's lurking in the paint, who's giving you a lot of threes. Yeah, we saw more Cornet on on uh, Embiid than we saw Horford. Yeah, yeah, I did. we'll get to that. But as for Tatum, not enough forcefulness in this game. Not enough urgency on either end. Made some good passes, especially late. That one, the Horford was nice getting downhill and finding him. But you need a score in a game where there's no ground. You need a score going downhill, too. I think that's the key. Eight out of his 20 shots, threes in this one, a lot of pull-ups. That hasn't been his shot this year. That's why I don't like the last shot he took. Uh, it just isn't his isn't his shot this year. And he needs to mm-hmm. adjust. Putting those up, putting those up, putting those up. Not exactly a formula for success. And he did get going from three of those last two games coming into this one, which is a disappointing part about seeing him go two for eight here. It looked like he was really heating up. I think it was, what, eight of ten against the Bucks. Uh, another lethal shooting performance against the Jazz. Probably two of his better ones all year. This two for eight's more of what we have seen for much of this season from him. And uh, I know they're giving you those shots. You took a ton I of them. I love this comment. But you weren't hitting them tonight. And you got to find other ways. I mean, look at what Brogdon does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not showing their cards. They aren't showing you know, any, Scal, any Scal cards. pretty much had that exact same take on the broadcast. Then. Give me a break. That's that's. that's <laughs> they're not showing their cards. I was gonna say, I mean, you got? come on, Joe. Is that? Let me guess. Every other NBA team's not showing their cards against him either. That's why. He's to be fair, didn't the off- thirty-five points a game? Didn't the offense look a little flat tonight? I mean, I mean just too much too. When you look at the lineup, I mean, I guess technically he's not showing your cards when you don't have Rob out there, but I mean, or Brown, right? I mean that that changes things specifically offensively sure. when you're talking about what Jalen does. But yeah, I mean. I think they're trying to do everything they could do. Right, right. right. And I also think that what Bobby said is spot on too. They look like a team that just didn't want to as much as the Sixers did. You know what I mean? I mean, or you could say that about Tatum. Embiid was on a mission tonight. There's no doubt. You could say that that. about Tatum's approach overall. Maybe. If, if, you know, I'm not saying he, like, you know, mailed it in out there, but in that fourth quarter, certainly didn't look like he was as eager as the Sixers were. Or Embiid, for that matter, you know, a team that's desperate to not only beat the Celtics, but, you know, just find that momentum that most teams are looking to have going into the playoffs, especially if you're the Philadelphia 76ers looking up to the Celtics in the, in the box. I mean, those two teams are still, those two teams are still very intimidating. And yeah, if you're in beat, of course, nationally televised game, you're trying to make one more last, you know, say for MVP. And he certainly did that in a big way. And he's, yeah. he's my MVP for sure this year. I mean, I said that, you know, even before tonight, but that, that doesn't, that doesn't change the way the Celtics played. You know what I mean? That fourth quarter. I mean, 
Uh, PJ Tucker knocking down three three pointers in the corner, like like that's just it's just lazy defense, if you ask me. It's it's the kind of mindset that scares me about this other team at times because it's like, oh, we'll just get it back on the next possession. That's not always guaranteed. That doesn't worry me as much as the as the offense because I think you're again damned if you do, damned if you don't in that spot where Embiid reaches 50 and you got to start sending multiple guys. So Tucker's going to be open in the corner in rotation. Uh, you might have been able to make a quicker rotation there. I'd have to go back and watch those plays, but that doesn't concern me as much as the late game execution there on offense. Yeah, you, know, you made a good few plays and then you put yourself in position to win and you just run that awful play. I, I thought on the final possession. But really, the first half was killed you. Uh, looking back on the scores in those quarters, 28 to 22 in the first quarter. Just not enough from an all-time offense, mm-hmm. as, as you know, Grandy keeps tweeting out with the points for possession. 24 in the second, 21 in the third. I mean, you held Philly to 19 in the third, and you just scored 21. It's not enough. They didn't force enough turnovers defensively in this one, certainly. I think that continues to be a problem for their defense. But offensively, I think, is where you lost this one. I looked up at one point. They were shooting 38%. They shoot 42% for the game, just 33 from three. How many times have we seen them shoot below the league average from three at this point in the second half, Jimmy? It's starting to rack up, and you score just 101 points against this team. A few lazy passes picked off. Right. Not a ton of turnovers in this Philly one. Philly made half of their ones, shots. I yeah, so, again, Smart and Tatum, four for 15 from three. Um, and other guys, like, again, I thought the role guys really stepped up in this game. Grant, 10 on four or seven. Brogdon, if you didn't have Brogdon that first half. nothing coming off that bench, like, Bobby. <laughs> so if you didn't have Brogdon that first half, you would have scored, like, 36 points in the yeah. half. Bobby, Bobby is dying to say something. What are you, yeah, what are you, what are you trying what to are say? What are you right and puffing about in the yeah, middle of my ass? I'm just like, he, like this chat, man. Oh yeah. This is game, yeah. this is game. Yo, 70, I almost cut off this, Jimmy twice too, actually, because of the damn chat. <laughs> what's going on? Everyone's just oh, who who cares? Yeah. Uh, you guys are free. You guys down. are so game, negative. It's game seventy nine. You just lost the one seed that you had. I think I saw today they had a seven, like seven, eight game lead right. on that at one point. And someone, um, someone called this. Someone in the chat called this a, a, a throwaway game. I guess a sixer. That's a throwaway game. Word. Mm-hmm. I, I'm less concerned with this loss because of who showed up. Obviously, yeah. So and who needs exactly. This one more. Don't don't think so much about oh they lost, but just th- take things from the game that you didn't like right. that didn't have to do with yeah. wins or losses or things that you did like. It doesn't have to all be negative, but we're, we're, we're just waiting. Right. And we need to remember, too, that the Southern's didn't go into this one thinking, oh, we're going to bench Jalen, so that means we want to lose. Like, right. No, that's never the and They the had a mindset. chance to win, and they, right. and they blew those opportunities. So what do you want us to do? Just say, oh, the game doesn't matter. See you later, guys. And don't well, act like I'm this also... team isn't talented enough to beat the Sixers team without Jalen, because they are. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we just saw that they're, they're but also, more than talented. Jalen or not. What's the answer for Embiid? Because if you had a game where maybe Harden was shooting a little bit better in the playoffs or whatever it is, Maxi, whoever you want it to be, this isn't a layup series by any stretch. And like right. Bobby said, you played yourself into the two seed. Now this is a reality. You have to go to Philly for, you know, a, a series for at least you know what's called three games, right? If it goes to, if it goes to, you know, a six game series or whatever. So um, it, it's it's just not it's not going to be easy. We have all said, oh. John, if John was here right now, he's been saying all along, Celtics are going to waltz to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily true. 
because I don't. Someone, I think they get there, but I don't know about Walt. Someone said, talking about chill, Bobby. Uh, it's a throwaway season. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna be saying. They'll lose in the playoffs. Oh, it doesn't mean yeah, so next year matters more, people, anyways. That's what people are gonna say that, if they lose Game Seven. That's right. Right. <laughs> that's number three here. The stakes this season, and this is why I'm so tough on them. They need to win this Here it year, is. the championship. And you see slip-ups, you see complacent moments. You, you see uh, the, the stretch they've gone on now offensively since that hot start. And you just see all these little cracks that could cost them in a big moment against a great team at any moment in the playoffs. And we saw it last year, of course. They've made major strides this year. I just need to see a little bit more consistency and urgency at times, especially at the top from this team. Like tonight, you say that, Christina, get out of here. Tonight obviously was a combination. Tonight obviously was a combination of not having Robin Brown and yeah. Tatum weighing you down a little bit. Yeah. It's closer to equal on both those fronts than it is just, oh, you didn't have Brown and Rob. When I looked up and saw 38% shooting, I didn't think, oh, that's just because you don't have Rob and Brown. Like, they were just launching right. shots and weren't running great off. Let me ask you this, Bobby and Josue, since we... Did he really say that shit? <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. I know I cut you off a couple of times, but I'm reading this comment. I mean, he probably know. did, and he's probably... I mean, I, did anyone think PJ was going to hit three of those in a row? He's probably know. right. Yeah. I know, that's the yeah, least of my concern. Of course, like, that's a shot, I guess, but... But we were we were talking about Brogdon right before I, I went to FanDuel. But PJ's about that life. You guys know that. This was a question again. We, can I just can I get like am I am I crazy for not loving this loss? For not loving Why it? Why would you love the loss? Yeah, no, you're not crazy. No, no, like you, Bobby, you don't have to start throwing the hands up and saying this is a what a throw. I mean, the world, I mean, look, the, you lost the one the, seed tonight. The sky's not falling, but yeah, I think you have a reason to be upset about it. I mean, yeah. Okay, let's just reel it in for one second, Bobby. If no, couple, man, we're not done. If there's a couple commenters that that are going at you about caring, it doesn't mean that all 800 people who are watching right now are or whatever. So we don't have to just focus on responding to that one guy. Like you're not I crazy just, for feeling... you're not crazy for for being disappointed in in this loss. No, you're not. There were some things that I don't think fans should like to see that happened during this game. Of course, if Jalen Brown's in, if Jalen Brown plays tonight and Rob plays tonight. Maybe they win this game. Most likely, they, you know, all things being equal, they do. Um, but that wasn't the case. So we have to comment on what we saw tonight. And there were some things throughout the game that we didn't like. My question to you guys, where was Brogdon tonight in the fourth quarter? They stuck with Grant tonight, who wasn't really effective, I would say, against Embiid. But so you would have wanted White, Brogdon, Smart? I'm not saying I needed to see all three of them in there at the same time. Obviously, White deserved to have his time in there tonight. But I think Brogdon had a great game, too. And he does things out there on both ends of the court that in situations where, yeah, you, you do want to see him out there. I don't know if necessarily Grant needed to be in that game, but I think just based on size alone, I guess he was. Yeah, they liked him in this one, obviously, at the point against Embiid, which didn't go great. Uh, and as a shooter in the corner, which went much better, I, I thought he was nice and assertive on that end tonight. Up faking at times, but hitting decisively after you had a bad miss late. Uh, but I do think you need him out there, though, on Embiid. Uh, you probably need that size. You need the rebounding, certainly. So I, I, I don't hate that decision. What you're looking at are the combinations of the guards, and that continues to be a challenge for Missoula. Looks like he's going to go to smart by default in those spots. Right. You benefit from... A nice assist, 
and the missed free throw that turned into the three off and his assist. Just a ridiculous play from him, one only Smart could make. Uh, so I don't hate that move. White, Brogdon, tougher question. I think you made the right choice here tonight, though. Where'd this one yeah. go wrong, ultimately? Grant's technical foul is a big moment. Uh, Blake being out there for a little stretch, I, I just didn't think did a great hey, job. Hey, yo, against. whoa, what? whoa. The beginning of the fourth quarter? There. He was giving him energy, man. Yo, you always, yeah, you always offensively. Throw but... some shade at Blake, huh? Come on. But when he's on, when he's on and beat. We don't take Blake Slander on the show. Where... See him, dude. No, yes, thank I'm you. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, damn it. You, you just needed a little bit stronger. And again, <laughs> easier said than done going against the league MVP. Yeah, you flustered And B just got wide open shots up over him. Um, and, you know, he ends this one a plus four, so he got some good minutes. From yeah, him. it was short-lived, but I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at it. I mean, you, you need to throw someone out there to sort of stop the bleeding. The guy's on those – on his way to, to, to scoring 50 points. Again, I wanted a little more Horford in this one. 34 minutes. He's off tomorrow. Maybe push him a little closer to 36, 37 in a matchup like this. Um, I'm trying to see exactly where he's subbed in in the fourth. Uh, he comes in with 7.06 left after Embiid hit a pair of back-to-back shots. Uh, Celtics were... Um, up three after that Brogdon three. Um, McDaniels hit that three, and then Embiid hit that pair of shots over Blake, where I just thought Blake didn't get good uh, contests off over him. Brogdon missed a couple free throws there, too. Um, White got a layup off, and then it's a tie game when Horford comes in. So they obviously outscored the Celtics from that point on. Um, but they had a nice little boost. They had a nice little boost once um, – I know. I think I think Griffin and Horford were out there together actually for that stretch after, and then Griffin comes out with uh, three forty left. So Griffin was out there for a long time playing a point of attack against Embiid in the middle there. I just why'd they have Horford off to the side so often, especially in the fourth quarter there? I, I just didn't see him guarding Embiid enough in this one. He's really their Embiid stopper. Are they just trying to ease the load on him going into the playoffs? Who? Um, Horford. I don't know that if that's necessarily it. the case, but I. I just feel like the way they they were defending Embiid, it was just sort of like they're trying different things that weren't necessarily working for great stretches, right? I mean, obviously. You got crushed by him. Yeah. Well, no, Bobby, definitely. I mean, we might as well mention it. Your guy got a few. You want to hit, you want to hit on Blake. Let's not stop there. Yeah, yeah. How are you gonna going to skip over Big you, Luke and, and go straight to Blake? Luke, like, Luke and Muscala yeah, and Luke are both out there at the same time. Yeah. Out of the three, the I think Blake's quarter. the best, if you ask me. No, Blake gave you good minutes there. I just think you should have gone to Horford over him in that Embiid matchup sooner. Um, that's all I'm saying. And yeah, those Luke minutes weren't great. Only a minus two though through that stretch. <laughs> and then <laughs> you know, Mascal is really the one. Oh, come on! One shot, yeah. four rebounds in thirteen. That, that minutes. dude's not going to play in the playoffs, so it doesn't even. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You you better hope not. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's not looking like insurance right now for anybody. After that first week of his Celtics stint, yeah, we all kind of saw the writing on the wall. However, the Celtics though executing down the stretch, I mean it's just tough. You know what I will say though, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say without Jalen, you know it's it, it's tough, but you had enough of a cushion to take care of this one. You had enough to to execute offensively and put yourself in position to win. They just didn't do that. I mean, look the defensive. Uh, mistakes you know pj i mean look this guy shot damn near I, I don't care what he's shooting this year i know it's not the same but he shot damn near 50 percent from behind the arc last year like 
You don't think that guy can make three threes in a row? I mean, I, I just don't understand the whole explanation of, so, oh, we didn't think he was going to make that. So you were okay with letting leaving guys open behind the yard? Like, look, I need to see the entire press conference myself. But, I mean, I, I'm just surprised. That, he, had two, he had two choices. I'm surprised Joe Mazzullo would say that. You, you need to keep Embiid in one-on-one coverage where they got burned for 50 to that point or help off of them. And that's where Embiid made some big plays at – those plays don't kill me. It's everything that happens earlier in the game. And back to that big point on on Mascala and Cornette, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. That worries. It's way down my list. I'm not going to say I'm pressing panic on this, but it is something I have an eye on. Is We had a debate a couple of nights ago after that Utah game. Can you go to Blake in a playoff spot? If something, if a yeah. game like this happens, maybe, maybe you're missing Rob one night, Horford starting, Grant starting. Who are you going to off your bench? And it doesn't feel like they have a great idea of what they have there in their depth, big man depth right now. Are you going to Luke? Are you rolling with him and his limitations? Harden steps around the screen at one point and hits a three over that drop he has to play, which is big limitation, I think, against this team. Uh, though they've won a game playing Luke a ton against Philadelphia. So I think Luke is a guy you can trust more or less in that spot. You haven't really integrated Mascala at all, really. I mean, how many DMPs has he had at this point or just games like this where he's not that involved? Uh, and then, of course, you have Blake, who in these spot starts, I love him. Feels like he's coming in cold a little bit in this one, though. And he has to work his way in. And again, I like what he gives you, Joe Sway, but it, it just didn't turn the tide enough for them to be able to win this game. Um, so... Do, do you have enough? If you lose Rob for a game, do you have enough in that big man depth right now to be able to win a game, especially against the Philadelphia? I think it's a real question. Um, yeah, no, that's been a huge question all year, Bobby, and you're right. I mean, at the deadline, they had a decision that they had to make if they were going to go go on and get your guy, uh, Jakob, and they didn't. Um, they instead they instead went with uh, Muscala, and I just feel like, you know, we saw – some glimpses of hope from him, but you're mm-hmm. right. I, I don't think he's at a point where you can really depend on him much in the playoffs. I feel the same way about Luke. And we talk about a tight, ro- you know, you go to a tighter rotation in the playoffs. If you're playing eight deep, neither of those guys are seeing the court. So you are going to get your, your Al minutes. You're going to hopefully get your Rob minutes because you're not getting those back-to-back games. You just have to pray that Rob, you have to pray that Rob can stay on the court. That's the X. That's yep. the X factor. It's an if entire fully, playoff series. If you're fully healthy, I think they're winning these, right? Your X factor is Rob Williams being on the court and being healthy enough to play and give you effective minutes. Because yep. if not, the drop off is pretty significant, and you saw it tonight, especially if it's in a series against a team with a big, like Embiid, obviously, or in Milwaukee, you've got Lopez. So. It doesn't get that much easier, right? You've got guys that you're playing. I don't know who it's going to be in the first round, but you've got opponents with very talented big guys, and you need your best players to be active on the court. And with Rob, it's always about availability more than anything else. So if they need to rest him the next three games, I don't care because they're going to need him every single game in the playoffs if that's – Play more tomorrow. Games. I love him getting that that spot started. Fine, play tomorrow. That, but yeah. you know, get your get your twenty minutes in and sit down because the important stuff is is in about whatever well, it is a week or two. Well, here's the question: Is now you're gonna clinch this Philly Philly or two seed rather with a win tomorrow probably, uh, and then well, I yeah, don't magic know, numbers but, one. 
Yeah, so you just need one win over your final three to clinch that two. You're done with the one seed race for all intents and purposes. It's rest time, right? Those last two games are probably going to be big rest night or even tomorrow. You probably sit down Tatum after this one, right? And then Horford's definitely sitting. So mm-hmm. you're in rest mode at this point. You ramp up's over. You hope that this 11-game stretch, and I'll give it to them. I, Joe's right. They're number one in offense, number one in defense over the last 11 games coming into this one. So they played at a high level. They scored that statement win, I, I thought, against Milwaukee, winning by 41. You got a great win against Sacramento a couple of weeks ago. So you've done some really good things in recent weeks. Uh, you just hope you're healthy enough and connected enough and in that mindset where it's it's go time, round one. It, you cannot, Jimmy, look on the other side, and we'll get to possible opponents in a minute here. You can't look up and see Toronto, round one, and be like, <laughs> here you go. All right. We know you can't. We know yeah, you can't. <laughs> you, you can't do that, or else it's going to be a longer series than you expect. And this is right. something this team's done. I keep hearing Joe say it, Joe Sway. And we know we don't hear Joe call this team out often. We know we don't hear him criticize individual guys often. But I do think he slips in some th- things sometimes. They kind of send a message or uh, give some light on what he's thinking from a negative standpoint about this team. We got to continue to do these things. We got to do these things over and over again. You hear him say it in the huddle. He said it again in the other day of practice. I think we've done some really good things over the last 11 games. Got to continue to do them. I don't think he continued to do them tonight. I think you came into this game a little slow, had a bad first quarter, and then you're chasing the rest of the way, scrambling at crunch time to catch up and doing some incredible things. I mean, that comeback attempt down seven with, what, a minute and a half left or whatever it was, that was some incredible stuff to almost win this game. But it's one of those situations, and we've seen it over the last couple of years, Jimmy, where you're like, all right, you scrambled and played perfect late. Where was that all game? Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Are, are they ready for the playoffs, guys? Yeah, I think so. I, I think. I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to use the phrase that they're they're bored. I don't think that's the case, especially in a game like this. I think I, you I can't be bored. It's, no, it's April. Can't. I think it happens. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think it, it should happen tonight. It but definitely it does happen. happens, but it's not going to happen. I guess, that's an excuse days. in January, Jimmy. You think that you think it happened tonight, Jimmy? I don't think it happened tonight. I just no, I don't think it. I don't oh, think it don't? should have happened tonight. But I right. think there are games down the stretch where you just kind of it's the tedious. Of the, I'm sick of, of hearing they're bored. I'm sick of yeah. hearing about traffic. I'm sick of hearing that. <laughs> and this is the traffic. other thing. This is the other thing we keep hearing from. Oh, we get our opponents best every night. Well, you should expect it by now. Like I'm just, is this yeah. team locked in right now and in playoff mode? I, I really question it some nights. And again, they're great more often than not. But you have these slip ups where you're like, come on, this is a big year, guys. Like I feel like I'm John tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of are playing that, playing that dude, which is all right. That's okay. I mean, this team deserves it. This is a big year, guys. This is a big, big year. It, like this is huge, and I just hope they know it, and I hope they're able to flip that switch next week when the playoffs get started. Agree. And before we move on to the next thing, because I do have a quote from Joe Mazzula that I want to read. I got a long quote sent to me by. Our producer Amit, and this is from Joe Mazzula talking about tonight's game and a, a, basically Joel Embiid because Embiid was the Sixers tonight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to the best of my abilities, and here we go. This is Joe. They made us play like I said we didn't get him. He didn't get 
the transition, we didn't follow him, and we had, I think, our offense, we just weren't, like, elite tonight, you know? And when your offense is elite, it puts pressure on your defense or isn't elite. It puts pressure on your defense against great, great players like tonight. And so when you have some empty possessions and he's playing that way from mid-range, you just – you got to stick with it as long as you can. And if Tucker doesn't make those threes, it's a completely different game. Or if we let him be, keep going, maybe he misses a couple. We don't know. But I thought our guys competed. I thought they were very detailed and keeping them off the free throw line. And I thought he just had a great night. And we weren't tremendous on the offensive end like we normally are. No. So he didn't, say that. He didn't say I didn't think. Maybe uh, he, maybe it went long. He would make those. Um, oh, is now telling me that he auto-transcribed it. So <laughs> thank you. That's why you got to go back. By the way, on the other that. side, I love this from Doc Rivers. We did so many, we did so many things wrong, but what we did right was Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> did you say that? What well, we did right was Joel Embiid. Doc, Doc said the MVP race is over after tonight because Embiid scored half their points. We well, did so many things it. wrong. Oh, I no, love it's that over, from Doc. Hey, yeah, he dropped the. He dropped the, uh, he, he dropped the. Hey, listen. The way these guys are playing, <laughs> you know, Doc right. means business when he drops the listen. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. guys. Right. We did so many things wrong. <laughs> Here's a beat stat line tonight since we didn't put it up yet. Ridiculous. And, and you know what? Hey, hey, hey listen. Ridiculous. The MVP race is over. It's Joel yeah. It is. He's, a, he's, a, is over. he's a level above right now, isn't he, from what we've seen in the past? And I still think his defense, you go back and watch some of the clips from early in his career, and he flo- he floated across the court defensively. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he was so spry, and he's had all these injuries and stuff. Packed on a lot more muscle, I think, that slows him down a little bit. Uh, but offensively, this is top of the top as far as big men go all the time. He gets to that free throw line, it's over. He pulls up from that spot, and it's going in. That and one, I knew right from when it left his fingertips, that was going right in, and you're going to have to throw a lot more at him this year, I think, to hold him back. Now, on the flip side, I don't know what's going on with Harden. I think he's just trying to throw the ball to Embiid right now and hope he can figure it out. I just saw nothing from Harden in this one. But Embiid, he's at the peak of his powers right now. And he's challenging even you, who might have the most. Who, me? You, the Celtics, who might have the most amount of defenders to throw at him out of any team. I mean, Probably look at the stat line, dude. 20 of 25 from the field. And these aren't just, like, dunks. He was, no, he was he was hitting mid range. put up the shot chart. Bobby, where's that shot chart? I would love a shot chart tonight for that one. He brought the mid range game back single handedly. He lit that tonight. shit up. Look at the shot chart. The game done change. It's back to mid range. He shot five for six in the fourth, by the way. Yeah. Um, clutch wanted, closing performance. It. Most of those. I mean, this is a pretty shot chart. This is absolutely going up. Hold on, here we go. <laughs> we <just put> it up. <laughs> this is absolutely going up because. <laughs> This is a beaut. Am I? Am I? Oh, I can do it. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Look at that. Twenty for twenty-five, and almost all of it from that left elbow. Yeah, he was just trying to yeah. beat the shot clock. I think on that last, that three, two. One three-point attempt from him tonight, and yeah, of yeah. course, he's got the he's got the field. And look at that in the restricted the rim, zone. He didn't miss a shot. You're right. I'm caught. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven, eleven. 12 outside the Crazy. cylinder. 12 made field goes outside the cylinder. All right, now put, a, uh, put Dwayne Desmond's up. <laughs> yeah, here's the fourth quarter. I mean, clutch baskets, tough shots, too. All right, now, hey, put Tatum's up from the fourth quarter. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see Tatum's. You showed us the good. Show us the ugly. There it is. Oh, 
Oh my lord. <laughs> no, that's just the fourth lord quarter. Man. It's, it's ugly. <laughs> uh, full game. There you go. That's wait. That shot that they gave him. They gave him that shot. Look at that. Eek. The shot he took in the fourth quarter at the end of the game was not where they're saying it was. It was like and none of those threes line. were trying to beat the shot clock. <laughs> those are just threes. <laughs> yeah, so those, the, those are a, just deep threes. Those are just attempts, right? Like clang. <laughs> attempts so, that nobody asked for. All right, Bobby, take it off. I I can't look at that anymore. It's disgusting. Actually, Blorp said it perfectly. Disgusting. So that was talking shot charts. Um, Gross. Yeah. So Embiid just just had a hell of a night. And you know what? I said this before, but Embiid. I don't want to go off a tangent, but you, Joe Sway, you too, Bobby, more recently. But we've been lucky enough to watch a lot of NBA games live and like opposing players coming into the arena. I put Embiid at the. I think I might put him at number one at just a guy that you have to watch play live to understand just like what how like good and effective he is like he's like a man amongst boys out there sometimes and i'm not just saying that because tonight yeah. I've, said, I've thought about this for a while no no and he's up on. there with like curry you have to see live lebron you mm-hmm. still have to see live i haven't seen ja morant live yet but i imagine he's becoming a player that a lot of people want to see live yeah an iconic dunk in boston last year in that loss so and beat is right right up there and i and like it, not just because tonight but tonight did you mention Giannis? great example no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I actually, can do that. no, oh, I give actually, me a break. I actually hate Giannis's game, and I don't have any interest in watching it. Oh yeah, you hate <laughs> you and it's John. Boring. He bores Jimmy. I'm serious. Giannis is the most boring game for like a superstar player in the NBA by far, in my opinion. Yeah, by far, and I'm talking offensively. I know what he can do at times defensively with some blocks, but his game is literally just head down, drive to the basket. And that's it. You know, uses athleticism right. to either get fouled or he he takes a layup. Embiid, obviously athletic, but he does so much more than that. And I'm telling you, like, he just has a way of dominating the game out there where you just have to see it live. You really do. And, like, the emotional aspect of it. Embiid gets under a guy's skin. He's emotional. He gets into it. Yeah. You know, fans get after him, right? The crowd. Yeah, the way, really the have he can make the crowd go. Yeah, yeah. So... That's kind of where I'm at tonight. This could be um, a fun series between these two teams, these two cities, of course. We haven't seen it since the bubble, right? Yeah. No. No. That was a I mean, no. sleepy, sleepy series. No Simmons sweep. Kemba was awesome in that series. Look at this stat. Centers with five. So, MB, this is his fifth 50-point game of his career. There are three centers in the history of the NBA with five 50-point games. Embiid, Kareem, and Wilt. So... The league company, Jimmy. yeah. When you only need to say one, you know, when it's just a first name only, I know, right? First name basis, right? <laughs> Kareem, Will, LeBron, and he'll raise his all time standing. Now. He'll raise his all time standing with this MVP this year. I think even Bob Bryan would tell you he's in that Hakeem class at this point, skill wise. Time to put a title on the board, though. They need it this year, and I still look at that team and I just I can't I imagine know. them. I can't imagine them beating Boston in seven games if Boston's healthy. It's incomprehensible. No. I mean, tonight you nearly drop a game with bad clutch time performance against a team without Brown and Rob, and you're fully healthy and you're gunning for it tonight. So I'm worried if I'm the Sixers about how it went against Boston this year. Bad loss on opening night. Uh, bad, bad, bad loss in February where it was Cornet and Mascala all game. Rob and Al mm-hmm. were out. 
And then that last game where they made a little bit of a comeback at the end, but Tatum gets that shot off at the buzzer and they win. The Celtics just continue to own this team for the most part. And it's it's got to be concerning if you're Philly that you're going to see well, them round two. Well, it, it's it sucks for Embiid because he's honestly so, so good, but he's he's carrying a bunch of These guys. These guys around him do nothing. Harden tonight did nothing. Harden might be nothing. washed. Is Harden washed? <laughs> He, he didn't even better. want the ball. He didn't and for, even for want Harden's, for Harden's, like for who he who he's been. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's the beginning of it, right? Beginning of the end, if you ask me. But yeah, I mean, he didn't even like he's not that same player anymore. Where he's demanding the ball, and he's trying to take the you know manage it to his it own. It looks hand. like he he brought the fat suit back up. He usually scares you, doesn't he? You you're keeping an eye on him, and you're like, oh, he's gonna go on one of those runs tonight. It just didn't happen. Yeah, I feel like that's the, that's the Harden this team needs. He was like to, Tatum out there to, tonight, to strike Bobby. fear. For, like that's a hard needs to strike postseason fear, you know. Like that—that's what this Philly team is missing. Because I mean, look, even at best, even at full strength, obviously the Celtics nearly topped them on this one. But at the same time, though, you got one of the, one heck of a performance from Embiid, arguably his best performance of the season, and you you just inch out a win, you know, like that 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 could be the difference of Philly really like being a favor or at least having a a, a better shot at knocking off. The Celtics in the best of seven series. If James Harden can just revert back to somewhat revert back to who he who he was, that that Stone Cold Killer. He shot three shots at the rim tonight. He's not going into the playoffs on a high. And game. that would be a revelation too. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say, Jimmy. I mean, playoff Harden. It's not not usually great. So there's talk yeah, of him. New. Right. There's talk of him going to Houston after this year. Yeah, I saw and- that. And it's, it's 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 serious talk. We'll talk of uh, Jalen going. I don't know why Houston would even want him at this point. They they got a young team that going on down there. What do they want? And be to go down there and poison everybody with with Harden. 20, yeah, sorry, Harden to go down there and just take control of everything. I don't, I don't know why. why on why a big that. big like two hundred fifty million dollar contract. That'd be horrible. Uh, yeah, but that's a story for another day. Um, wanna. Take a quick look at the first round race. Does that intrigue you guys at all? Um, I do want to, but let's let's do it a few more minutes. Um, is there anything else on this game? I mean, we we didn't talk a whole lot about White, did we? No, and he deserves it. I mean, he gave them a ton. That chase down block early, I sent you guys that was, was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the three, of course, it gave them a chance late, but floater after floater. I thought he played a little passive early. You know, didn't get into his shot, didn't get into his drives when he caught the ball, hesitated a few times, but then he got super aggressive after halftime. That floater for him is automatic right now. And he moves the it's ball, never makes mistakes. Two turnovers here. Feels like that's the most he's ever going to give you. I'm glad he's a constant at this point. We would have been screaming if he was still on the bench in crunch time. And that's what makes that crunch time debate we had earlier a little tricky at this point because if Smart's a staple and we'll have that debate throughout the postseason you would be debating white versus brogdon and white's been so good that it it leaves brogdon on the bench in a game like this which is which is tough because brogdon was hitting everything tonight i mean him and white were so good they've built a little bit of chemistry at this point we really like those two guys out there together Joe's going to have to get a little more flexible once the postseason starts. Every game so important that if it's clear, Smart doesn't have it. And I don't think tonight was one of those nights. I thought he was okay. I thought he was fine. Fouled a lot, though. That's becoming an issue. Defense, Who is this? Sorry. Not the same. Smart. Smart. We had, yeah, but I will say Smart's play off of the missed free throw was like – And that's why you want him to play the game. 
You're right. Yeah, that's why you that's want the market's smart experience. That's why he's out there to do stuff like that, right? So I don't know. What do you got? Do you got to start pairing these three guys up a little bit more? Tonight would have been the night to do it because there was no ground. And just play your game against a bigger Philly team. Forget Grant. Go well, with those three. That's and- kind of what I what – I, I go back to the game against Utah when it was like Joe was trying to compete. Mescal and Cornette, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, play Derek White. You know, play, tonight, play your why, best players. Why is Mescala play tonight as much as he did? Again, it was just I think just just without it's because you don't have Rob size on size, I guess. But yeah. but again, I just go back to like you have the sixth man of the year on on your team. How many minutes did he play? He played like twenty seven or something like that. It's not enough. They were all floating around the same number. So I think Smart had or White had forty tonight. Yeah, so you just so. subbing those guys in and out like crazy. White had forty. I mean, that's just great that they've reached that point with him. He's their best guard. Um, but Brogdon, I mean, the shot making. I know I like to highlight his other deficiencies because I don't love to, you know, just have a parade over a guy making a million shots if he's not doing other things. Mm-hmm. But he was really, really good tonight. Um, and he probably needed to be out there more than he did. Twenty-seven minutes just isn't enough, especially when those minutes are going to. Let's look at it. Griffin with eight. Yeah. Scala with 13. Hauser with three. I mean, what are you even doing there? Yeah, I mean. They, it's they... it's different when um when you're down a few guys in a game like tonight. You're trying stuff. Did they put Brogdon like in? Did they put Brogdon in on the final play of the game? I don't even. I can't remember. I don't uh, think so. Final play was uh, Grant was still out there, I think. I know they put Hauser in to take a three, and he missed it specifically. They put him in for that reason. But it's like, man, Brogdon's been one of the most, you know, best three-point shooters all year too. So He subbed out at 3.30, came back in at 1.30, got an assist to Tatum, came out with um, for the final play. Okay, so he was in there. That's fine then. Take it back. Um Anyways, so that was I just wanted to make sure we got a little Derek White talk in there, but certainly he's a guy that they're going to be leaning on, you know, in this playoff run around here. He's an unbelievable. Oh no, my mistake. I was looking at the first score. So he comes out with seven minutes, doesn't come back into the final play. <laughs> okay, so I was. I was right. say, I don't think he was in that final play. Was no, he right. was in for the final play. He wasn't. Also, he play, sat all the way into the final play. He sat the no, whole the fourth. Yeah, all the meaningful minutes of the fourth. Right. Yep. He didn't come into. Yeah, he came in for that final play, but prior to that, I think they put put Hauser in to try to take a quick three off an inbound that Hauser missed. Um, so anyways, we're just picking plays apart here now. But, um, yeah, this is what we said earlier in the show, Bobby, that, like, play your best players. It doesn't necessarily have to – you don't have to always play, okay, they're, you know, counter what the other team's doing. Why don't you go on the offensive, put the guys out there that you want, and force the other team to make Especially some Especially if you're trying way. to be an offensive right. team. Yeah. Right, you're you're literally saying that your offense, you know, struggled a bit tonight. Well, then put in your better offensive players in situations where you need them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Mascala, Corn, Mascala, Cornet, and Griffin give you next to nothing on offense. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah that, correct was a, that was a, that was an interesting lineup. I think they had, I think it was White out there with those three guys, and it was another second unit. It may maybe Brogdon. I, I don't recall, but real um, quick, um. Before we get out of here, I do want to touch on that first round series. Okay, so let's move up. to that now. So you're locked in at two, let's say, at this point. Um, Miami won tonight. They have three to go. They have a two-game lead on the Hawks. 
and Raptors, who are both tied. They both won tonight. Three or four game lead on the Bulls, who are looking more and more likely to be that uh, 10 seed. So less and less likely that you're going to see the Bulls at this point, um, who have a losing magic number of two. So just a loss or wins by those other teams, or loss and wins by those other teams is going to knock Chicago out of your first round possibilities. So at this point, you're looking at the Heat. I think a strong, strong possibility it's going to be them. Though they're only a game back of the Nets. Nets have the tiebreaker over them. Um, so the Nets still have a magic number of two to clinch that six. They had a bad loss tonight. They keep losing. So I don't think you can rule out Miami from moving up to six. And that would be really great if they moved up to six and my, uh, Brooklyn fell down or it's Atlanta or whoever else there. Toronto. Yeah, yeah Brooklyn or Atlanta would be up. Great. Dude, you're yeah, naming so many teams. Ones. I can't even like keep Well, it's so packed. I think at this point, this is what it was coming into today, um, according to basketball reference. I think um, the Heat have a f- roughly 40% chance coming into today, and it probably got better with their win of um, being that first-round opponent. Now, the thing is, if it's Toronto versus the Heat, Toronto's beat the Heat in three out of four games this year. The uh, Hawks and Heat matchup is at 2-1 Miami. So I think you're looking at this point, and Atlanta does have the tiebreaker over the Raptors. If it's Raptors-Heat, you might see the Raptors. But if it's Hawks-Heat, which it is right now, you're probably going to see the Heat round one. And overall, just looking at the picture... So I think it's going to be the Heat. Joe Sway, your thoughts? I mean, out of the three, it's not ideal, but I like the Celtics' chances. Does that series go seven? Maybe. If the Celtics play Oof. at their best, I think they can win it in five, honestly. I mean, look, the Celtics team can, can especially when you have home court advantage on your side, you you go, you, you take care of home court. You go to Miami, you take one, and it, it's going to change things. Now, the coaching matchup is the – the, the most interesting part of this series, right? Or maybe one of the most interesting parts because, man, Eric Spolstra, he's got a lot in his bag, right? He certainly knows how to counter uh, opposing head coaches throughout the stretch of a best-of-seven series. So he's going to pull out all of his tricks, and it'll be interesting to see how Joe reacts to that. So if it does go deep, I, I think that would be the leading cause. However, that's a great moment for, for Joe Mazzula to take that in stride and go into the next series. You know, like if the Celtics can – can get out of that. Now, look, I know if people are worried about the Celtics, you know, going seven games in Miami, maybe going seven games in the second round. And, and you know, if that's the case, or if that's going to be their path to the NBA finals, then they, they potentially run out of gas. I mean, that's always the concern, right? That's always what potential teams, especially one that's coming off of a, of a run to the NBA finals last year. You always got to worry about that type of thing. But I, like, look, they can't control at this point who they're going to face in the first round. But, I, you know, out of the three, I do think, Miami is the one that you don't want to see the most, but I still like to sell us his chances. I don't think it changes. Yeah, I think we all agree. I think we all still like the Celtics' chances, regardless of who it is. But right. the Heat have that, like, been there, yeah, done that. to Miami men- wouldn't be too bad either. But. Mentality to them, and they play tough. Jimmy Butler is, like, that dude. Who, Jimmy, would like, you go down to Miami? Only if you guys are going. We'll go <laughs> yes. Today. I'll go fun. down to Miami. I can't, I can't say that I'll come back, though. At least not, <laughs> it's got to be a game seven. It's got to be a game seven. So if the Celtics lose, he stays. If the Celtics win, 
everyone's okay. gonna have to talk him into coming back. So I like, yeah. I like that. You remember, you remember that infamous Saturday night Jimmy versus the Lakers like a couple years ago? Oh, yes. <laughs> there'd be a couple yes. shows. There'd be a couple shows like that if I went to Miami. I, I need to find that episode. That'd be a fun <laughs> one to watch back. Um, I'm, I'm more concerned, and I've said this all year, and maybe I'm crazy at this point because they just keep slipping. The Raptors are the more serious threat than the Heat uh, to the Celtics. Not only because I think they play a style, and Jalen Brown has said this. I can pull up the quote. The Raptors' style really gives the Celtics issues. Long arms, randomness, tough to make reads against them because guys are in different positions unpredictably, and it's a lot of wings, so they can guard interchangeably across the perimeter and help inside uh, very aggressively. Yeah, but shooting sucks against the Raptors. But yeah. Their shooting stinks, though. I mean, they might have the worst shooting in the league in Toronto. Uh, and Miami, pretty similar. I think the Heat's offense is about as bad as any team in the league except for uh, those tanking teams. So there's a reason that you're seeing these teams round one. I don't think sure. any of them are putting you on upset alert, but these are tougher teams than you're expecting. I like I like Joe Sway's point though about, and I think John may have, may have made it a couple of games ago too. I'm not sure, but just the coaching matchup between yep. Missoula and Spolster. Even Nurse, Nurse is the tricky. Oh, of coach. course, yeah, Nurse too. I'm not, I don't yeah, like yeah. to give Nurse credit because he's a he's a little complainer. I don't think it's going to be the Hawks. I think we're looking at Raptors and Heat probably. Yeah. But with when you get into a playoff series like. Coaching, I, coaching becomes more important because now you have to make adjustments. There's a little bit of a chess game going on, right? So if you show up game two with the same exact, you know, roll the ball out there and just do it over again, you're going to make any adjustments, you're going to get undressed up. See, I think there's less of a chance that the Celtics do that against Miami, though, because they played that East Final Series. They know these guys. They respect Bam. They respect Jimmy. I right. think you're on high alert seeing them. Remember last year? The I'm Nets not saying they're going to take it for granted. I'm just saying you have to make the necessary in-game adjustments or, yeah. or between-game adjustments, you know, what worked, what didn't work. And you, you know that Spolster is going to be going to have all his ducks in a row. Because that's what he does. That's why he's yeah. considered the best coach in the NBA. Remember last year? Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's I was going to little... say, man, that back and forth, that was a chess match between Ime and Spolstra. Uh, the Heat made it tough. And Jimmy was incredible in that game six to force a game seven. I wasn't yeah, you were, Jimmy. Back to Miami. Thank you. Uh, he, he won that game for them. And Hero was hurt, remember? Lowry. Listen, Lowry's probably done at this point, and that's still the case, and it's probably worse this Damn, year. And their role guys haven't stepped up for the most part. Gabe Vincent Gabe has Vincent been was, this year. Yeah, he was the talk of the season last year. That's a good point. Max Struess, I think, is just a little bit worse this year. And, Struess. you know, to mention the guy we mentioned earlier, P.J. Tucker with Miami last year is now Caleb Martin, Kevin Love, Cody Zeller. So serious downgrades on this team across the board. And I think it's just been a weird year for them behind the scenes, too. I just really get that sense. Yeah, I said me that too. Their vibe I, is just off this year. That's a good point, too, Bobby. Yeah. I said that week one when I was down there, and everyone freaked out. Oh, what are you talking about? They ended up having a very strange season. I heard the way – I. I heard the way Spolster was talking about Lowry. I heard just a lot of frenetic stuff behind the scenes out of them. You had a weird off-season thing where um, – and, again, a lot of it's Lowry, I think. And they keep putting out all these reports about him too, it looks like, where they're like, oh, we weren't expecting this Lowry. You know, this guy's got to get in elite shape, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So weird entry to the season. The Celtics ended up winning that game, I think, against them. But if you're looking at the scores between these two teams this season – I think the Heat have the season series, I want to say. Yeah, they won that grind in December. Yeah. 
they won a game in Boston in overtime. Uh, and then the Celtics had that early season uh, pair of games. Uh, so, again, you're going to be leaning on ma- making shots against both these teams because I think they're going to disrupt you in certain types of ways uh, with the zone and everything else that they do. You just got to hit your shots and run your offense, and you're going to breeze through these teams because their offenses aren't good enough. Yeah. Do they, ju- do they extend it just enough, Jimmy, as you said, where it's six, seven games? That's not what you want, especially if Philly is going to cruise – this is the other thing. Philly's probably lined up against Brooklyn round one, right? That's probably a sweep. Well, that's the reason why I say the Celtics playing their best basketball because it's just – I don't see it, it being even close if they're playing that way offensively, right? And I, I don't just mean them making, you know, 18 to 22 three-pointers. I think it's, it stretches beyond that, right? Like, that's the type of offense, high-power offense, when when the ball's swinging and, you know, guys like Jalen and Tatum are obviously on and Derek White's getting, he, getting his and – Malcolm Brogdon is coming off the bench, like where it's coming from all different angles. I just think it's going to be too much for the for the for the Miami Heat to uh, to to you know contend. I feel like you know I just think in a best of seven series, that's where you're going to see you know the Celtics. That that's going to be the the, the advantage. But you know the coaching matchup is always something to to, to consider, especially when you're talking about Eric Spolstra. So it would be interesting. It would be, but I, I still have the Celtics heavily favored for sure. By the way, last thing I got tonight, I, I've. I've been baffled by the West for a lot of this year, and this is obviously getting very far ahead. I think Phoenix is going to be that team. I think they're going to be that team that emerges out of the West and actually because becomes. Or because Denver is looking like Trumps right now. Durant, Durant is oh Denver. Denver. Oh Denver. Denver. Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Denver. It's like we're talking about baseball. <laughs> It was like a Denver plural S. No, Denver's tough, and the and the Suns are gonna the Suns are gonna have a tough road out there, but they don't lose with Durant. So I was gonna Durant, say, how tough is it gonna be? Oh no, I I, I think you know if you can those get three guys man. together, like between Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and, and Kevin Durant, like it's just there's 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 always a weak spot. You know, it's almost impossible to defend, and I feel like this, the 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 teams out west just don't have Dayton. Yeah. they don't have enough time to game plan for this, right? Like you know, Aiden's like your fourth best player now, like. Man, there's just so many weapons, and so, people can say so what we, they want about the bench or about their, their 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 defense, how much they lost in that part of the floor. But does it really matter? I mean, if you're out west and you and you got that firepower offense like that, and you have arguably the greatest score on your team, like man, dude, they can they just look scary. The Suns, know? the Suns on paper are so damn scary. If they can just get some playing time together, I don't Jimmy, know. Now I don't, you know. Now you know why I wanted Durant last summer. Hey, I was I was right there, but Bobby, oh, come on, doesn't man. it doesn't it kind of <laughs> doesn't it kind of have to end like Durant Brown like one on one like with the game? That would be something. We would be seconds. talking about a oh man, this year would have been so different if that happened. I mean, we don't have to have that that full conversation, but we can if you want. Like, no, 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 I'm talking. We'll get there. We'll no, get I'm talking there about I'm talking about the NBA Finals. Like, it, Ooh, it's, I it's like almost, this. It's almost written. It's got to be like Suns versus Celtics. Nah, Jimmy, that's that's not happening. Not that's, you, what I'm, that's what I'm rooting for, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy but yeah, Jay, that's not happening. No, I Suns versus happen. Celtics. Durant with the ball at half court. Jalen Brown switched on to him or whatever, and it's like the seconds are counting down. And like, how's it going to end? Like, that's kind of how this whole thing has to go down. I think that's what the NBA wants. Oh, for sure. And that's Shot. good news. I'm prepared. Good news Joe for <laughs> Just, is that your is that your bedtime? Oh my gosh! I guess we got to end the show. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's 10 minutes to midnight. It must be. Yeah. That was a little really? we got. 
right. It actually is time to go. So <laughs> no, no, don't listen to my phone. Get no, no, it, no, no. It I actually know Wait. is um any last <laughs> any last thoughts before we get a quick we get a quick turnaround here. This is gonna be a short shelf life show, I guess. Um <laughs> I'm excited. Raptors in town. You know I love the Raptors, you know I yeah. get good respect for them. Let's Back see it. You showing up they, in purple tomorrow? Are they a team that can challenge the Celtics? It's a first round preview potentially. And you can do your part in avoiding them by beating them twice here. That'll probably knock them below Atlanta. Yeah, that'll do it. Here playing round. So you can do, even though your seed's set in stone a little bit here, beat the Raptors twice and you're knocking them out of that picture. And I think anybody would rather play the Hawks than the Raptors, uh, even if you don't have as much respect for the Raptors as me. Facts. Yeah. Any, any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, this is a team that's looking for, for, for wins, obviously, at this point of the season. They're trying to uh, – you know, add to the momentum that they have going into this one. So yeah, Celtics can not only be the spoilers, but they can show how, you know, how how deep they are. Even if guys aren't playing, which I'm sure um, guys will get probably get some rest, whether it's tomorrow because it's second half of back to back, or if we're talking about go to sleep, go to sleep. Shut up. <laughs> I like almost almost saying that as a jingle as I read it, um, because it's second half of back to back, or that you know uh, matchup um, Friday night. You know, we'll see. So. <laughs> Yo, not yet. Shut up. Uh, Can we just remind everybody that it's a reminder, okay? This isn't some kind of app that, like, sings me to sleep. Like, can we we play that narrative? John John created that freaking narrative. Like, that's not what this thing does. It's just a reminder, right? What is it reminding you to do? Fucking take your ass to bed. That's what it says, pretty much. Yeah. Stop watching. (laughs) Stop watching NBA I don't want people. Be, I don't want people thinking that like I got like a a, a jingle that sings oh, me to bed. Like, sure, no, sounds like you do, bud. That's okay. <laughs> Shoutoutcom.com. Hey, nothing wrong with a little sleep with a little sleep music or a sleep story. Our good friends at com.com <laughs> would, would tell you the same. All right, that's it for us. My, my final thought is: show me, give me. I want to see something else before the end of this regular season. Just just show up a couple more times. Let me go into the playoffs on a high note. I don't want this no-show stuff from from guys like Tatum. I want I want them to be in. Prior to that, I mean, this guy. We were just talking about how is he in the zone? Is he locked in? Is he because he was, you know, really had a couple of unbelievable performances as of late. It's just the highs and the lows that kind of get me. So, no more lows. How about that? Well, I'll just agree. No more lows. So once again, we want to thank our sponsors. Uh, shout out FanDuel. Uh, remind you guys that you can go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. Let me find it here. Fanduel.com slash Boston. Yes. Where are these stupid things? Yeah, they are. Fanduel.com slash Boston. Receive $200 in bonus bets. When you place your first $5 bet. Take advantage of those bonus bets. You guys want to bet for, uh, you can toss your bets in for baseball futures right now. Um, You know, maybe you want to hit that Red Sox over. Maybe the Sox are better than everybody thought after. Yeah. I'm not counting on it. There you go. Or you you can go with, uh, you can just bet against the Sox. How about that? Just freaking bet against I the Sox. I love the Red Sox. This year is going to be really tough. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We will count them out yet. I'm um, so that is Fando.com. And then we have our good friends at Athletic Greens. Don't forget, athleticgreens.com slash garden for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your love first it. purchase. Also, guys, we should remind everybody, a lot of, a lot of Patriots news going on right now. And I think the guys um, did their Patriots podcast today. So check that out on the Patriots part. Was John on there? John was – John better not have been on there. No, I don't think he was. I think John's still getting over – He was. Oh, he was on there? 
here I am thinking so that he John's, chose he chose Pats over so Celtics he chose tonight. Pats over Celtics. Okay. Oh, so that's how you guys look at it? Not that okay. Maybe tired from doing that, guys. Right. He chose Pats. Interesting. You know why he did? This is such a John move. There's so much drama surrounding the Patriots right now. Yeah, John yeah exactly. You know loves why? The drama, especially today, everything has been going on with the with Mac and all that. Yeah. I was planning on watching it anyways, but I'm definitely going to be watching it now just to see like what types. Look at this. this. Look at these are their. These are what they were talking about. Mac Jones seeking outside advice last season really pissed Bill Belichick off. Hey, hey, hey get out of that package. <laughs> one of the things. Yeah, yeah, what is this? What you go through the Patriot package? Belichick <laughs> refused to endorse Mac Jones as a starter at owner. We know that. And then today it came out that Belichick. You know, what show is this? has shopped Mac Jones this offseason. So there's a lot of Patriots drama going on, guys. So after you watch our Celtics show, head on over to the Patriots part of our YouTube channel. Do you, do you channel. see Mac being the starter week one? Yeah. No, I Tom do. Brady's coming back. Oh, that would be my dream. Don't 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 do that. Just kidding. You think he is, you think he is Jimmy? It's I, I think he is. I, I mean honestly I, I I don't know what to think. I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he asked for a trade if all this stuff it's true. And then it's zappy time? Zappy fever? I don't know, but those guys are talking about it. I, I don't know about I've that. been – everyone who's been – I did some Patriot shows last year. You guys know my thoughts on the state of the Pats and where Belichick is, and I'm just extremely down on the whole thing. I, I, I'm i going to watch their show to, to see what their takes are, but my take is that, you know, Belichick, thanks for everything, but it's time. It is time. Some of the decisions that he's like made a little, over like the a last bait. few years – Feeling right. like a little Bayheim up at Syracuse, Jimmy. Roster building. Yes, yes. Yeah, something I mean, like that, really I mean, Bobby, you're right. That might be a really good comparison. And so. it, took, yeah. it took Syracuse a long time. And, and a look, lot there's of nothing wrong with that, you know? It's just it's just, it's time. I mean, we're talking about a whole other generation of players here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's people are talking about Lamar. There's the whole Lamar aspect. Oh, you got to get – if Lamar wants to come – you have to get him. Oh, That's not the Belichick way, Bobby. You know that. Well, that's a killer. Ask Brady Sounds, about hey, that. He, he's available. Everybody's everybody's available for a price. It's just a matter of if the Patriots want to pay for it. So, anyways, guys, um, we've we've done enough teasing the Pats. And um, anyways, that I can't believe John. John's a traitor. We'll say that right now. <laughs> Tomorrow's show, if John's on, I want the comment he section. Me. He's repping the network. I want the comment section to flood just calling John a traitor. You make it sound like he went on Nested and was just like, I'm not doing that tonight, guys. Sorry. Like, oh, Here I am thinking that he was sick and that he, oh, I can't, I can't talk. He did it for he the label, man. He talked his voice out. Get Lamar Jackson. Hey, Bob, Bobby's now hijacking the comments. It's just Lamar Jackson there. He did it I for love the, Lamar. Jimmy, the, I saw Lamar. He on this media culture. I saw Lamar my second week as a freshman. I saw oh, yeah? him as a freshman up at Syracuse. 400 yards, 200 on the ground. Him up. And that made me that made me a believer forever. Wow. Well, oh, per Meek Mill. Per Meek Mill. That's, <laughs> that's how you know it's true. So, all right, guys, that's it for us. Thanks again, everyone who, so, wa- who watched and hung out with us. Um, so, Joe Sway, thank you. Bob, you guys, um, are you going to be at the Garden tomorrow? Yep, I'll be down there. All right, check check out the fellas tomorrow from the TD Garden, and um, we'll see you guys after the show. I mean, after the game, on the show. Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. 